Do you need to be in a Spanish-speaking country to learn and become fluent in Spanish quickly? The short answer is no, but I'm going to tell you why you don't need to do this in this episode, along with how you can learn and become fluent in Spanish quickly from home, how you can create sort of your own Spanish-speaking environment around you. Now, I have traveled to Spain. I've traveled to, well, I've lived there and traveled on many different occasions but before I ever even step foot for the first time in that country I already knew Spanish and considered myself fluent so what was the secret how did I learn Spanish from my home and become fluent quickly well I simply tried to use what I had to create sort of my own Spanish environment around me the key to learning Spanish is immersion. You've probably heard that a million different times before, whether it was from me or from someone else on the internet. But it really is true. You have to find a way to immerse yourself in the language, and people immediately like to do one of two things. One, they like to say that the best way to immerse yourself is in a Spanish-speaking country. And two, they like to make the excuse that because they're not in a Spanish-speaking country, they can't learn Spanish, when in reality, it's their laziness and their lack of effort and belief that prevents them from learning and becoming fluent in Spanish. Just because you're in a Spanish-speaking country does not mean that you're going to be practicing Spanish every day. It does not mean immersion. Sure, it may mean that every time you walk out your door, there's people speaking in Spanish around you and there's signs in Spanish, but you can get that on the computer. I mean, I used to play video games in Spanish, and it's the same thing. Everywhere you go, there's someone speaking Spanish around you. There's no point of going to a Spanish-speaking country thinking that that's going to fix your problem. I have met... And I know personally a bunch of people who have gone and lived in Spain, gone there for a long time. I mean, I'm talking lived there for five, six months, come back and don't know Spanish that well. They know some. They can understand a decent amount, but definitely not fluent. Definitely can't. I mean, not. they don't know nearly as much Spanish as you think they would or should know. So it just goes to show that just because you're in a Spanish-speaking country does not mean that you're going to just magically be talking to people in Spanish every day. In fact, a lot of times being in that environment is intimidating and you don't end up speaking Spanish at all. And it almost makes you resent the language. So, and, and, and another thing too is if a lot of times if you don't know a lot of Spanish and you go to different places in Spain, for example, or any Spanish-speaking country, and the other person knows English, you're more likely to use English than Spanish. So it's almost counterproductive a lot of times. I am not, I am not saying that living and traveling to a Spanish-speaking country is a bad thing. Obviously, if you go there with the right intentions, with the right level of confidence, and with the right level of Spanish, you can get a ton out of it. It's one of the reasons for my Spanish students in my Spanish program this year. I'm planning a trip to Spain for that reason because I know how I can get the most out of that, and I know that by the end of that trip, even if it's just a week long, the people that go will feel better about their Spanish by the end of it. But it's not because we're necessarily going to Spain. It's because of the strategies that we're going to apply while we are there. And it's the same strategies you can apply at home, by the way. So one of the things that I did was I just found people to talk to. 
we have technology. We have so much technology now. Pull out your phone. First of all, just pull out your phone and put it in Spanish. That's what everyone in the Spanish-speaking country does. Everyone has their phone in Spanish from the day they're born. From the day Spanish babies are born now, they've got tablets and computers and phones and TVs in Spanish, everything. I found out how to put my car in Spanish, which... I would not recommend doing that to your dad's car because he got pretty mad at me for doing that. But I did it to my car. Anytime I'd get into like his car, for example, to drive it, I would put it in Spanish and forget to reset it, obviously. But I'm serious. It You just find ways to force yourself to use Spanish so that even when you don't feel like using Spanish, you pull out your phone and you're like, ah, oh, dadgummit, what's the day for... F- Friday again because I forgot and it's saying it and I need to know what day it is or hey I want to send a message how do I do that or the worst is when you need to change the settings in your phone and then all of a sudden you're googling all of these different words trying to figure out what settings means what display is what the word brightness means all of this different stuff that you wouldn't have learned otherwise unless you had put yourself in that position to where you were forced to use the language that's immersion Forcing yourself to use it sometimes, even when you don't want to. Another thing is with the use of this technology, I would find Spanish tutors online. You know, different Spanish programs maybe. I would find people to communicate with on a daily basis or at least as much as I could. There's apps like HelloTalk out there and Tandem and all these different language exchange apps where for free you can find Spanish speakers who are learning English all over the world and you can text them and you can call them and you can do all these different things obviously it might be a little uncomfortable and different at first but everything that you do new for the first time is going to be uncomfortable at first and then you get used to it try that get into facebook groups with uh, spanish speakers that are learning english offer a language exchange or what i recommend doing is Find someone that you already know that speaks Spanish because I guarantee you nowadays there's someone that you know that you can start mentioning to that you're learning Spanish and that you can start texting them or practicing with them or speaking with them in Spanish. There's got to be a friend, a friend of a friend, a coworker, an acquaintance, someone you go to the gym with, anybody that already knows Spanish. It's just so unlikely that there's no one that you know that knows it. Even if you don't know that they know it, I I guarantee there's someone you know already. That's what I did. So when I started learning Spanish, I played soccer at the time, and someone on my soccer team spoke Spanish. So what I did is I started to just text them in Spanish out of nowhere. I told them, hey, I'm learning Spanish. Everything that we started texting from that day forward was in Spanish. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that every time we saw each other we were speaking Spanish. That wasn't the case at all. Most of our Spanish came through text, which is still really good practice. And then what we would do is like sometimes we would treat it as sort of our secret language. So when we knew no one else spoke Spanish around us, we would speak a little bit of Spanish. And it was kind of fun, so we'd have a little bit of fun with that. I used to turn on the TV, and every time I turned on the TV and just didn't know what to watch, I would turn on the Spanish-speaking channels. I would watch the news in Spanish. Again, another thing I'd do to drive my dad crazy was the DVR, like the thing to uh, you know, store all of the shows and movies from your TV. I would fill it with Spanish-speaking shows, and I would fill it up. At the, I th- I'm sure every DVR now is like unlimited storage, but at the time it was just, I would fill it up with stuff. 
so it had the news in Spanish. It had all these novelas that uh, half the time I wouldn't even end up watching, of course. But I had them there if I ever didn't know what to watch and I wanted to watch something. So I would watch TV in Spanish. I would watch kids shows in Spanish. I would even get books in Spanish. Every time I read the news, I found that that was an awesome way for me to practice. So any time that I wanted to see what was going on in the world, instead of doing it in English, I would do it in Spanish, which turned out to be pretty easy because a lot of times I already knew the context about that news story, so I didn't have to translate every other word, which is really nice. So think of creative ways that you can go about your day. And notice how all of these things don't require a ton of effort. So even if it's a day where you're not trying to study or learn necessarily new Spanish, what you can do is say, hey, I'm going to send a text to this person in Spanish and text them for uh, throughout the day. Or my phone's in Spanish, so whether I like it or not, I am going to practice Spanish. Or hey, um, you know that on your lunch break, watch something in Spanish, even if you don't understand everything. Hey, you're you're trying, you're immersing yourself, and there, you know there's no such thing really as bad practice when it comes to uh, learning Spanish. Maybe it's not the most efficient practice, but hey, at least you're doing something, and you're keeping yourself consistent, and you're almost holding yourself accountable to it. So again, I found ways to just make my life revolve around Spanish for a short amount of time. And again, this is not necessarily super long term. It's not like you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life. But if you find yourself just in total immersion of Spanish for, I don't know, the next two to three months, and it doesn't have to be every single day. It can be off and on like I did. But when you feel that burst of just inspiration or you feel super motivated to learn Spanish and practice it, take advantage of that feeling and just go into total immersion mode. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please leave it an honest review. And if you are serious about learning Spanish this year and you want to accelerate the time that it takes for you to become fluent and want to learn exactly what strategies that I applied to become fluent in Spanish within a year, what I focused on and what I didn't focus on, what I did differently than traditional Spanish classes that typically take years and years to, to get their students speaking Spanish, if you want to learn how you can be having conversations just months from now, I've got a free training. It's a free masterclass to show you exactly how to do that. All you got to do is go to michaelharperspanish.com or even easier, just look at the description of this podcast episode and you'll see the link that you can click on to sign up today. Again, it's 100% free. Can't wait to see you there and keep on learning. Remember, Spanish is supposed to be fun to learn. Don't make it boring. See you in the next episode.